The champ is here. We will definitely not shut up and dribble. The champ is here. I must be the greatest. The champ is here. I'm going to continue to stand with the people. The champ is here. I will I not, not lose. I'm a bad man. I took up the world. Yes, welcome, welcome, welcome. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you were here with we. My name is EJ, and I got my man. Yeah, mate. He's a DB of the show, and we are Black in Sports. Giving a voice to the culture that won't shut up and dribble. Here, interviewing the best professionals in the game and in the boardroom. Covering it all, laughing it all, while providing a platform to be heard. Today's show sponsored by Windermere agent Stacy Connor. Whatever your real estate needs, she's here to help you grow with confidence. Top luxury agent, director of the sports and entertainment division here in Las Vegas. Give her a call, 702 741 Five nine four four or Stacy Connor at Windermere. All right, so how we do it, man? We got to welcome you to the show. We were so so glad to have you in the building. Las Vegas, born and raised. All right, Denver's 2018 Person of the Year. All right, <laughs> Super Bowl champ, philanthropist. All right, eight year vet, yeah. and now the co-host of Raiders pregame show. We got Brandon Marshall in the house. Now let's clap it up. Clap What's it up. up. Man? What's up? How y'all doing? Man, we had like a lot of slashes. We could have went on. There's like so many other things we could have went, right? Like yeah. my homie, the, the spokesman of Las Vegas, just so many things, man. So glad you uh you, you made time for us today. So excited to have you in here. Uh, so to get it going, man, we'd like to have a shoot your shot moment. So this is where okay. we, off the cuff, okay. a story of when you went for it all, bet on yourself, win mm. or lose, and it can't be like, yo, man, I always shoot my shot, man. This has to be oh, like a, a, a story. So give it to us. Oh, okay. So um, <laughs> I got a crazy story. Okay, let's get it. Let's get it. <laughs> we're going we to start right here. <laughs> man, so I used to have a big crush on Jordan Sparks. Okay. <laughs> right? I know okay. that sounds crazy. You don't really hear that, but I did. Okay. You know what I'm saying? She was nice back in the day. She was. And then so, yeah, she's still nice. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> the producer gave her the love. He's like, she's still nice for sure. Right, yeah, so, okay, Sparks. so. Okay. So I saw her at Super Bowl in Arizona when the, the Seahawks played the Patriots. Okay. And I saw her, we did the same little community event together because she's from Arizona. And, oh, I know um, that. Okay. Yeah, so I told my publicist, I was like, yo, I, I got to get <laughs> yeah, it. I got to have her. Like, so this is what's up. Like, yeah, this, this is the perfect time, too. Yeah, I got I to gotta have her. So <laughs> she was going to set the whole thing up. Okay. Um, we ran to some kids. She sung to the kids. And after that, you know, she we walked off the stage. And then my publicist was like, yo, Brennan, you know, me, Jordan, or whatever. Or she told her publicist. And it was like, all right, cool. So... You know, then somebody was like, yo, let's take a pic. So we took a pic and I went back to, to, to try to talk to her. Uh-huh. And then my homie that I came with, he was like, oh, my turn, my turn. Oh, I'm like, oh, like, Dude, yeah. 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 You know what I'm saying? Hey, man. Hey, 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 hey hold on. Yeah, because you knew, you knew what, what I was trying to do <laughs> yeah. beforehand. Oh, so anyway, on. fast forward the next week. <laughs> the next week, it was Grammy weekend okay. in, in L.A. Okay. So somebody hit me saying, do you want to host a party? And I was like, cool, I'm down. Right. It turns out. Jordan was hosting the same party. Come on. So they put both of us on the uh, floor. On the bill. I was like, bet. Yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> You're like, look at God. Yeah. <laughs> look at God, right? So I was like, all right, cool. So I decided that I wanted to, you know, I was going to get at it, right? right? So, you know, we in the club, we chilling. And I don't want to drink too much because I don't want to be too belligerent. You know, right. I got to make sure I got gum in my mouth because I don't want my breath to stink. <laughs> so I'm chilling. And then the DJ say, oh, we got George Sparks in the party. So I'm like, all right, bet. It's time. It's yeah. time. It's on. Game time. <laughs> it's time. <laughs> so so I went. And at first, I didn't know, like, the situation. So I had our 
little security guard escort me over there because I didn't want to just walk up like, hey, you know, hey what up? Right. You know what I'm saying? So he, he escorted <laughs> me over there. And she remembered me, right? So I walked up and she was like, oh, what's up? How you doing? I was like, yo, what's, what's going on? What's good? Doing? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, she like, how you been? I'm like, I've been good, you know, yada, yada, yada. So it was loud and I wanted to be quick with it. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, yo, look, you know, I, I know that, um, you know, we didn't really get a chance to talk last week, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I think you're extremely gorgeous. And you know, say you're very talented. And, you see how the voice got low a little bit, right? <laughs> you, 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 you know, do extremely in there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, and then so I'm just talking to her, saying that I think we should keep in touch. You know, I think mm-hmm. we should get to know each other and keep in touch. And then she was like, "Oh, like literally, she said this verbatim." She's like, "Oh, she's like that's a better approach than half these nicks." And then she said, "Oops." <laughs> so it was. What I thought was weird was when she went to say the N-word, she was like, oops. And I'm like, yo, just be real. Right? Yeah, exactly. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then she was like, yeah, but I am talking to somebody right now. I was like, uh. I was like, all right, well, you know, I respect that. I, uh-huh. you know what I'm saying it was, it, was, it was good to see you again. So I walked back to my table. And then so the homie I had, he wasn't really my homie, but he was, I knew him for that weekend. Right. <laughs> there you go. And I had, to pre- I had to preface it with that because you'll find out later. So then, so then he was like, "Yo, what happened?" I was like, uh, "She said she's talking to somebody." He was like, "Ah, you just gotta try harder." I was like, "Man, whatever." <laughs> so at the time, trying to motivate you, right? Shit, right? Like, <laughs> so at the time, you know, I'm just whatever. I start drinking. I'm going in. I'm like, man, it's like turn up time, turn right? Up, man, yeah. Whatever. So then it was funny because at a certain point in the club, he was like, "Yo, um, you ready to try again?" And then so I had already been drinking, so I'm like, "Yeah, let's do it." <laughs> He gassed you. Gassed me. He gassed me, right? So I went over there again. And I was like, hey, yo. I was like, I know you, you know, you said you talked to somebody, but you know, I figured that, you know, what are the chances that we'll see each other twice in one week? And, you know, I'm I'm, I'm really just trying to <laughs> basically <laughs> basically what's I'm, good? I'm good. like, what's good? Like, what's good? You, you know, I really think we should get to know each other. I think, facts. you know what I'm saying? Super really. facts. And she was like, Yeah, I know, but you know, I really told you I talked to somebody and it's and it's serious. I'm not just joking. I'm like, all right, okay. So then I was like, all right, I got you. So I left. Uh-huh. So the homie was right there. He's like, yo, what happened? I was like, uh, she you know, said the same thing. She's like, man, he said, man, watch out, I got you. Oh. He walked over there and talked to her. And it looked like I told him to go talk to her. I'm like, bro, <laughs> you feel me? That's ugly for me. Super foul, right? Wow, <laughs> it's hey, ugly. Flag on the plane. Oh, like, man. Injection. Right. Like, but he ain't got nothing to lose. He, so he got just... nothing to lose, <laughs> man. So then, you know, we go back. I go back to the section. <laughs> He walked back over. Um, and I'm like, what happened? He was like, you got to try harder, bro. And I, now I look at him like, oh, yeah, yeah, Because he not my mans, but he was in the circle I was with. So we went to go eat at Barry's after that. And I asked him, like, bro, what really happened? He's like, yeah, she said she talked to somebody. And I was mad because I never let somebody gas me again like that right. in life. <laughs> so I shot and I missed. <laughs> I mean, you shot, tried to grab the rebound. You did. Like, I did, did all of that. Pump fake, pump fake. Thunder, hey, slap the glass. Hey, clear the glass. That's good stuff, man. Jordan Spark. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, Brian, where did uh, your love for sports start? Where did the foundation start? Man, um, I guess when I got out the womb. You know, man. When I got out the womb, man, um, I just loved it. You know, my mom said I was always just carrying the ball around, mm-hmm. you know, throwing the, the football, carrying it. Um, and then she told me when I was too young to play ball, but my brother could, mm-hmm. he brought his pads home. <laughs> and uh, she told me I took his helmet and I slept in it. So I wow. think ever since then, man, that was. Just, oh, you was definitely in there. Yeah. So, so football that. from jump was first love. Yeah, yeah football. So, cause older brother played older first, brother right? Played. Yeah, yeah, yep, he played. Now, y'all both go to Cimarron. 
Yeah, we both went to Cimarron. Um, you know, he played, but he didn't really have a love for sport like that. Mm-hmm. He was more music, man. He loves music. Yeah, yeah. He's he can sing. So is he well. still? In, so I saw that. He's, is he still in the music business? Yeah. Uh, you know, not right now. But yeah. I think he he wants to get back in. But it's gotcha. tough, man. It's a tough business. Oh, it's a definitely. I mean, it's hard. <laughs> you guys both pick one percent, <laughs> right? Right. <laughs> Professional right, right. Thing, right? Like so, going to the league and then you know attempting to go you yeah. know in the music business, right? Like right. those are two of the the, the tough ones. Tough. Um, but that's dope, man. But you guys have a great relationship. Well, just your family dynamic, yeah. so y'all definitely support them. Um, so you play, right? So you 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 play a little bit. Was that more following Big Brother? Uh, or was it just like what? a hobby? Because I see you play, play the piano a yeah, little bit. It's just you know a hobby, saying? man. I've always <laughs> took an interest in the piano. But That's it's hard, cool. man. It's hard. It's yeah. hard. But, what got you into that? Yeah. I don't know, man. I just always used to see people play it, and I'm like, it looks dope. Right. You know, I kind of <laughs> oh. want to just be able to play it. Man, to come just to sit down, like, see just, some keys there, yeah, just be like, oh, I'm just going to go ahead and exactly. tickle those ivies real yeah. quick. Put this Cosby sweater on. You got your Ray Charles glasses on right now, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Tell me what I said now. <laughs> oh, that's uh, funny. That's nice, man. Yeah. That's good. What uh I, I saw you ran track too, man. I did, man. What was your events in track? Uh I well, my senior year I did the one ten and the three hundred hurdles. Okay, we gotta stop right there. <laughs> but before that, I always <laughs> did the, the hundred, the two hundred. Okay. I did the one to two my whole career. Okay. Uh-huh. But then my senior year they threw me in to hurdles, and then I did the four by four and the four by two in state. Um, Jeez. How did the hurdles and, and go? the four by one? I think. How did how did the 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 one tens particularly? It, it's hard. It's Man. hard, bro. It's hard. You got to get the, the steps correct. Correct. You know what I'm saying you can't gallop. You got to uh, 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 <laughs> like get out. <laughs> yeah, it's it's crazy. It's crazy. But the, the three hundred was easier. It's easy. I was, but I was, that's uh, three hundred is like a four hundred. But you jump yeah. it too, though. I mean, it yeah. was easier though. It was easier for me, of course, because because you know. You could stride, and even if you gallop, if you got enough speed between the hurdles, you can uh, you can make up for that. That's true. You know what I'm saying? You yeah, kick. I got you. Yeah. So, <laughs> you played tight end yeah. and linebacker coming up in high school. Yeah. When did you, like, make the determination, or was it like a recruiting process? Just kind of give me yeah. what it was playing both sides of the ball, you know what I mean? Oh, man. So, I played tight end, linebacker, and running, running back. back yeah. Oh, that's right. I did yeah, running, running back. back. Yeah, I played yeah. running back. And, um, <laughs> I was actually good at running back, but we had another player named Eddie Y. He was he was our starter. He was good, cold. really mm-hmm. good. It's cold. He went to Utah for running back. Mm. Um, and so I never played stand up like inside backer in high school. I was always just oh. an edge rusher. Okay, edge rusher. And then this All Star game after my senior year, they put me back there. It was like, you know what? Just come back and just try that. <laughs> and it was smooth. I'm like, yo, this is way. Better, you know, right, I like it's, not it's, getting a three inside, point stand inside. Yeah, yeah, I like it. It was and you fun. Were just natural then. I was natural. Damn. Yeah. So then when I went to Reno, they we ran a three four, and I was an outside backer because that's all they saw on film. Uh, right? You know, what I'm saying I was rushing the passer, I was dropping whatever, and it's crazy because I've never been on a team that switched defenses mid season or right after training mm. camp, which is weird. Right? Okay, that is we, weird. we did training camp, we did three four all training camp. Yeah, because you're putting like, it, you're installing all of that, installing all right? of that stuff. The first game, second game. <laughs> Then we switched to 4-3, uh, which was like, yo, like. That nose was getting killed. <laughs> I don't know, what, I don't know what happened, but to me it made no sense. Like, why do you? how are you going to switch from a 3-4 yeah. to a 4-3? Right. Right. Um, so then I went back to middle linebacker or, you know, outside uh, mm-hmm. in a 4-3, and it was just natural. I almost yeah. didn't red shirt, but I was too light. They, I was like 210, 205, they said that. You got to get. That, that's that's a that's an odd switch in the yeah. middle of. In the middle. Of the season. Yeah. 
Cause that's a whole different. It's a whole different thing. A whole different thing. It's a whole different thing. Yeah. Somebody was getting blown the hell up. You was losing. <laughs> I just switched that up. Down. Yeah, I feel it. So, so how was your time? In, oh, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 really. How was your time in Reno? You know what? It was a culture shock at first. Yeah, I it would was a, say it, so. It, 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 you know, it was a culture shock because I guess when I was there, I want to say the the county, the Washoe County, was three percent black. And that much then? Yeah. It was, okay. <laughs> right. It was an increase or when you came up in there, right? Yeah, it was, <laughs> that, it was that, that recruiting season. Carried it too. <laughs> it Something was, like that. It was. It was cold. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I met some of my best friends, you mm-hmm. know, lifelong friends there. But it was interesting. They tried to be a Vegas, but it ain't Vegas. Correct. But uh, <laughs> at all, it was dirty. Reno's dirty though. <laughs> I'm glad you said because right. that's how I felt about it too. Reno's dirty. It is. It's dirty. It's a little <laughs> musty out yeah. there. Straight up. <laughs> it's dark out there. It is. So, so how was the recruiting process getting to um, Reno? You know what's funny? I had to recruit myself. Oh, really? That's. That's that's that was the real. That was my thing. That's why, like, you know, I speak on never letting you know something some hold you back, that, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. You know, so okay, I'm gonna create my own lane for me. If if the if the door didn't open, I'm gonna have to try to create it. Go around. I gotta go around the back just to get in. You know, I'm gonna do that. Yeah, side so, door or something. You know, so I was getting um, letters right from Fresno State, Oregon State. You know, small schools too, like Puget Sound and all them. Yeah, yeah, and. Um, <laughs> I didn't have an offer um, after my senior season, okay. so I made my own highlight tape. You know, I made a disc, and I and I would I literally had this book of college coaches and colleges, Dang. and so I looked up the defensive coordinators and the linebacker coaches, and I would literally send my own disc out ah, because my coach, up. my head coach, wasn't. Well, no, no. No, he wasn't actively recruiting mm-hmm. for us, or he wasn't helping us get out. Which is weird, though, right? Because yeah. Cimarron was kind of like almost was, pro pro U, right? right? Yeah. Like, you guys got a lot of talent. Yeah. You know, we've had a lot of people on this show right. that are just but, from Cimarron. Right. So it's just like, yeah. that's that's crazy that he didn't push for y'all yeah. like that. So so literally, I was sending it out, right? And uh-huh. then I sent it to Colorado State. And then that, that's when they was on me. Because actually, they were sending me letters, too. So after I sent it, but I think I was just on, like, the mailing list. <laughs> I sent it to him. Got then, those, <laughs> you know, <laughs> right? And then it was that's when they called me, and it was like, "Yo, we want to get you on the the first recruiting trip." So I went. I was like, "Cool," and um, you know, it, it was cool. I liked it, and I actually committed to Colorado State. Initially. Oh, really? Fort yeah. Collins. And it's funny because uh, Sonny Lubick was the head coach. Yeah. He was telling me he was like, "Yo, um, we could recruit you for running back, but we think you'd be better on defense." Because literally, I didn't. I only carried the ball like 32 times my senior year, but I had 345 yards, so I was like 11 yards a carry. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just busting heads. <laughs> you feel me? So, um, and then after that, which is crazy, I, I like literally a uh, uh, UNR recruiter came into Cimarron, uh, and he was looking at the running back, like I was telling you. Mm-hmm. And I was literally in the room when they was talking, and I was making my that's making I was making. Film. That's Video. why I was making the film, right? Yeah. So then I was like, okay, cool. What's his name? Ken Wilson. All right. Wrote it down. He, he getting the disc. Wrote it down. <laughs> and I sent it to him. And he called me. He's like, yo, I didn't know you was in a room. Da 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 da. He's like, yeah, let's we gonna we wanna get you up here. And so that's how it happened. You that's know what I'm saying? Dope. And I really created my own lane because nobody was necessarily seeking I wasn't that like sought after. I was a two star recruit, whatever. And then said, and then Bowling Green actually came after me after that because I sent it to them. That's how it kind of happens yeah. when you get one, they start mm-hmm. flowing that's in a, like right. that. Yeah. Absolutely. Jeez. <laughs> so I'm gonna jump totally off because like when I see this, I have to ask this, man. Right. So and you know, it may be out of line when we're doing it, but just the fact that you went to Africa, man. Oh, yes. And tell me yes. like about just like 
anytime we've had a couple players and a couple people that have been on it just talk about Africa and it's it's one of the things that I want to do so that's yeah. of course got delayed since COVID yeah. but tell me how'd that come up mm-hmm. and what was the experience yeah so <clears throat> you know me and a group of friends we have um like we'd like to travel a travel group kind of like got a travel group dope. and then so we decided to add the philanthropy aspect to the traveling mm-hmm. that's dope so you know what, but honestly really we first started by traveling just having like a, a co-ed weekend like fun just going out you know what i'm saying having a good time have dudes and girls whatever we went to the mountains then we went to mexico after that we was like yo i think we should you know do it bigger mm-hmm. but you know have like philanthropy involved so um one of my guys was like yo you know what we should go to africa and we was like, Africa? Shit, hell yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm with that. Like, let's do that. I'm, I'm with it. Because everybody wants to go to the, you know, the tropics, to Mexico and yeah. Turks and Caicos, and but we gotta get over to see uh, the motherland. Yeah. Yes. You know? So we went to South Africa and um, you know, we went to Cape Town and I got videos and 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 um and stuff like that. So we went to like a like an orphanage. Oh, yeah, oh and, got you. And to see these kids, everybody with no shoes on, and mm-hmm. you know, one of the babies had HIV, and um, the living conditions, you know, it's it's twenty kids, but it's like five rooms, and um, you know, they don't always have clean water. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Right. Yep. And it's and I'm seeing this, and I'm like, damn, like it's eye opening because you know, whatever my perceived struggles are. <laughs> It's always somebody that has a way worse. And they don't have opportunity like we do. So yeah. this is the land of opportunity, right? Right. You know, one of my friends, I still got a friend in Johannesburg, South Africa. He told me, he's like, look, man, you know, there's no rags to riches story like that in Africa out here, you know, because it's almost like the people at the top are going to make yeah. sure the people at the bottom stay, stay at the bottom. bottom. Or if you're mm-hmm. born in the poverty, and it's a lot of places that's huts, you know, that doesn't have electricity. Running like water. Real, none of that Real stuff. huts. Jeez. And so them guys, them people don't really make it out like that. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? There's no rags to riches. And and so being out there was so eye-opening and so refreshing. I'm like, yo, this is crazy. And I had a new level of gratitude yeah. when I left. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? And I'm like, man, thank God. And But but it was I was still kind of, it was real disheartening for me to see these kids and to see these people struggle like this. Um, you know, they're not, it's not a lot of resources out there. Mm-hmm. Um you know, what in the area we was in. Right. But, I mean, it, it was a dope trip, man. We went to a safari. Africa's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Africa's beautiful. Did you feel renewed going there? What? Like, I, felt, <laughs> said, what? I, I came back with energy. Yeah. I came back with renewed energy. But it's crazy because, so Johannesburg, South Africa, is like the richest, South Africa's richest country in Africa. Mm-hmm. Johannesburg is the, the, like, L.A. Yeah. It's dope, actually. I ain't gonna lie to you. <laughs> okay. Women look good. Mm-hmm. Women look good. <laughs> Tell again. I'm, I'm telling you, real booties, just everything, just thick. Uh, <laughs> food is good out there. <laughs> there we go. So you can have whatever aspect you want to have. If you want to go out there and, and and party, you can. If you want to go out there, black and sports on location. <laughs> <laughs> Johannesburg. I'll produce that show. <laughs> the producers coming with us. Yeah, it's fun. Oh, that's amazing, man. No, it's, it's beautiful it's, though. It's uh, Africa, t- like you, EJ. Africa is one of my goals as well. My parents were doing military, so I had a chance to be in, you know, in Turkey for a while, and I saw people in Turkey like yeah. living in a, low, a whole different world than I was living. And I was like, okay, yeah, I get it. I'm blessed, man. Oh, we're blessed, man. It's yeah. a whole different ball game whole in these in these countries and these cities. And these, it's like, man, they, 
it's you know our slums compared to their slums nothing no I, I went to egypt and that's the hood mm-hmm. it's the hood it's like so you land in the airport you wow. leave, you, i'm driving to my hotel or you know we're getting drove to our hotel right and you look up and it's a guy with a machine gun up top of tower yeah oh because it's, it's war ridden you know it's a lot of war out there and yeah. two weeks before we got there our tour guide told us uh, a cop died trying to defuse a bomb off a christian church so they still warring over religion over there. Yeah. You know nah, what I'm saying? Nah, like, yeah. dog. Nah, nah, it's. You, you wow. got to go through a TSA just to go into the hotel, by I'm the way. I'm telling you. Do metal detectors. They just because they're back. trying to keep it safe. It's, no, they will blow some stuff up. Wow. And people not friendly in Egypt. Like, Africa is cool. Uh-huh. I mean, uh, so my bad. South Africa is cool. Okay. But Egypt, man, they will look at, you know what I'm saying? I don't know if because I was black or I was a foreigner. <laughs> they knew I was a foreigner, but they just was yeah. like. Just kind of give you that, like. Yeah, nobody was, like, happy right. or in a good mood. <laughs> I'm, I'm walking down the street. This is mad. Just, like, yeah, like, bro. It's, it's 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 poor out there. Boy, That's crazy. It, Boy. Yeah. That's wild. <laughs> it is. I smoked hookah out there, by mm-hmm. the way. And it felt like I was smoking real Newports. <laughs> I'm like, this is real shisha. Like, no no flavor. No. I'm like, why y'all smoking the, this? Right. The actual raw ingredient. Like, nothing else. What are y'all doing? Y'all not doing this right. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> but it's beautiful. I, I, I urge anybody to go. That's Everybody. what's up. You got to hear that, man. So we're gonna we're gonna go to kind of your playing days, man. Yeah. Um, started with the Jaguars. Yeah. We made our way to Denver, man. <laughs> First of all, yeah. Talk about the draft day process. Right. You got a unique story because you were. I mean, you saw the business pretty early that you were early. cut, yeah. right? A couple times and then had to make it to Denver. So talk about how you're going through that process. Yeah, man. So um, you know, I ended up being a four year starter at Reno after I redshirted. Um, you know, agents was was after me, and so I signed up with an agent. It was cool. I went to train, and then when I went to the combine, you know, I was getting the grade of third round to fifth round. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, damn, I'm about to be drafted. You know what I'm saying? That's <laughs> yeah. crazy. And I got a story about how, also about how I elevated my play, um, my between my junior and senior year of college as well. I'll tell y'all, but it was it was it was the craziest thing. So um, I was just really worried about my grandfather being there when I got drafted. Mm. You know, God rest his soul, but that's my guy. You know, that was my guy. Mm-hmm. So third round comes, nothing. Fourth round comes. I thought the Raiders the Raiders was going to pick me. Mm-hmm. Didn't come. Uh, fifth round came. I'm at my cousin's house having a draft party because I knew that was a day, at okay. least a day three. Right, like I- I'm there. Yeah. So um, the top of the fifth round, I was like the seventh pick, I think, of the fifth round. Um, Jacksonville called. And it's crazy because before they called, somebody else was calling me. I'm like, look, stop calling my phone. Stop, <laughs> stop messing around. Come right on, that's you know? the worst thing. Like yeah. people yeah. like, and all they call them like, hey, did you get picked yet? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Relax, my phone. Right? Hey, yeah. <laughs> Go Not somewhere. Time, right, man. right. So man, so they called and and um, you know, actually the video's on YouTube. That's funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they called and and I'm like, dog. And it was like, yo, this is so and so, the GM of the Jacksonville Jaguars, and we're gonna pick you next. I'm like, dog, this is a movie. Yeah. That's you know crazy. <laughs> this is a movie. And like it's happening and you're trying to process it that, at the same time. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> and um so I hung up and I'm like, yo, I'm I'm going to Jacksonville. Yes. And my grandfather made it though. He was there. Oh, he was there? Right before right he got there maybe five minutes before I got called. I'm like, okay, God is good. Yeah. That's a blessing. It's a yeah. blessing. And so he stood up when I got the call. My mom stood up. And she starts crying, and they, my name goes across the ticker. Ticker, yeah. She starts crying. Um, <laughs> Bless her. But she's yep. crying, but she's like, 
Joyful. Joyful at the same time. She's made like a weird noise. I'm like, what's, what, is, yeah, that's, what is that? What that's a little deep that's from like, where did that come from? Yeah. Like, right. And so it was the one of the greatest moments of my life, right? So I get to Jacksonville, and I'm thinking like, okay, cool. You know, I'm confident. I'm like, yeah, I'm about to play. It's on, right? It's on, right? And so I get there, and um, immediately I noticed that I wasn't as strong as I should have been. Mm, really? And it's crazy to feel that. Really? It's crazy to feel that that strength. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, damn, like, why do I feel like this? I got just a, recovering or just no, I'm talking about playing? Playing, like, uh, like going up against somebody. In the trenches. Like yeah. taking on that guard. Taking on come. that guard. <laughs> and, 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 and they're stronger and faster, right? Yeah. Oh, shit. So in college at Reno, uh, I get, yeah. I can uh, run to the ball, get past the guard. Uh, right. Hey, them linemen, they take it off. <laughs> hey, you got to, oh, shit, right? He got on me quick. How do you get up here so quick? Yeah. So, uh, That's funny. Yeah, so so. anyway, uh, I, I was doing decent, right? I got an interception in one practice, and I was like, okay, cool. I'm starting to get some momentum. and um, But I really felt like I barely made the team. It was just crazy because the first game come, came, right? And I, I was a uh, – Preseason or – Preseason. Or, okay, yeah, yeah. I was playing Mike. And I led the team in tackles, right? So I'm like, I'm doing good. I'm making plays, right? right? Mm-hmm. I came back and my grade was bad. I had like a D. They did an A, B, C, D. Right. Okay. Uh, F and that, you know, with that team. Uh-huh. I got like a D. I'm like, damn, like, did I do that bad? Right. The next preseason game, we played the Saints. And I had literally one tackle. I did nothing all game. I was literally just where I was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. I got an A grade. I'm like, yo, like, what do you want me to do? You know what I'm saying? Like, I get maybe the first game I was – Maybe out of position sometimes, yeah. but I would make the tackle. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like that's the point of what we're doing here. I wasn't make... it's not like I was out of position right. and they caught the they caught the ball or I was out of position and they ran through my hole. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? None mm-hmm. of that. Uh-huh. So I didn't know what he wanted after that. I'm like, damn, well what what does he want? Right. I don't know. So I caught myself trying to play like the other guys. Uh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and, and I get it because we should look at the guy, like the Paul Plus Lesneys and the Daryl Smith that was yeah. that had been there. Right. So I'm like, okay, I'm, I got to play like him. But I got lost in not being you, me, and what got, got me there. there. Yeah. Yes. Right. And why so, they signed you. Right. Yeah. They were looking for you. <laughs> Absolutely. So then I made the team, right? So, uh, but I was inactive a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, I played five games that year, but I got cut um, one week, right? Uh, I forgot how it happened, but I know the second time how I got cut. I got cut. Then they was like, yo, you know, Blaine Gabbert got hurt. We need an extra quarterback. You know, we gotta, we're going to bring you back on Monday. So they brought me back to the active roster. So, like, cool. So that was a Friday. I got cut again on Thursday, so twice in one week. And literally how I got cut is <laughs> I go from the uh, – I had my I left my phone in my locker. I'm at the, you know, the lunchroom with the bre- eating breakfast with the, with the DBs. Uh-huh. I'm chilling with the DBs, right? All of a sudden, the Reaper comes. <laughs> the like, Reaper. He's like, hey, yo, B, uh – let me holler at you. No, he was like, Yo, oh. I've been looking for you. I've been calling you, man. Where you, where you, where you, you know, where you What's been going at? On? Right, right, right. He's like, Coach wants to see you. So I'm looking at him like this. And then I look at everybody at the table. Everybody right, like down. that. <laughs> <laughs> everybody <laughs> everybody head down. I'm like, oh, bruh. So I go. Oh, and uh, they so cut worse. me. Uh-huh. And it's crazy because he's like, yeah, you know, Maurice Jones, Drew got hurt. We got to get somebody else. We're going to bring you back um, on Monday again, right? And he saw, like, the anger on my face. <laughs> then he starts, he proceeds to ask me about my mom. So how's your mom doing? Oh my God. I'm like, bro, you like, just cut right. me. You, you fired me. Right. You fired me. You talk about man. You lost the right doing. to ask me that question because <laughs> like, get out my you face. You feel me? And then so, I tell him, because he knows she lived in Virginia at the time. Mm. So this fool pulls out an encyclo- like an encyclopedia 
tries to tell me, oh yeah, she lives over here, and I used to recruit this area and there. I'm like, yo, why are we why are we having this conversation right yeah. now? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so after that, I literally, I'm really like distraught. So I'm like, damn. So I get in my car, immediately drive down 95 South in in Florida. I'm driving. I drive for like an hour. I get to, and I'm just driving. I don't just know what clear I'm doing. Your head. You just you know like, I'm out. I get to um, St. Augustine. I think that's what it is. Whatever, mm-hmm. whatever city. It's mm-hmm. on the ocean. Um, and I'm like, okay, what I'm gonna do? All right, well, I got a degree at least, you know. So maybe I just fall back on that, you know. And I was like, just, just stressed out. And so I decided to turn around. I'm like, you know what? No matter what, if this is it for me, I'm gonna give it my all. Cause they said it was gonna bring me back, right? Right. But I'm still like stressed out. I'm going through it. Yeah. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna give it my all. I'm gonna play how I play. You know, obviously I'm gonna be coachable, but I'm gonna do me, mm-hmm. right? I'm gonna be myself. Mm-hmm. So I get up there. They signed me back to the practice squad. And the crazy thing is, Denver called me or called my agent right before I signed to the practice squad. Then he told me, and I'm like, yo, you should have gave me the yeah, option because yeah. I probably would have left, mm-hmm. to be real. He's mm-hmm. like, yeah, I thought you want to stay in Jacksonville. No, no you do that. <laughs> like, <laughs> but I just didn't like how he didn't give me the option. Mm-hmm. Okay. You talk about my mom. That's about my mom. <laughs> so, so then, um, you know, I, I go and practice, and I'm just going hard on scout team, going mm-hmm. hard, doing my thing, making plays making plays, right? And um but I was still I started to doubt my, my abilities as an athlete. You know, that's what got to me. So like a lot of these guys that become depressed and stuff, they yeah. it's almost like because it's a man that's never played telling you that you're not good enough. Yeah. Right? And that yeah. kind of does something to your psyche because And you always been good enough. I always been good enough. Everywhere I went, I yeah. was always a starter. Yeah. And you've made the progressions, right? Exactly. So one thing that helped and it's crazy because you know, words have so much power. Yes. Um, it was this guy named Greg Jones. He played for Michigan State. He played linebacker, won a Super Bowl with the Giants. He was there. And I think he saw like how I was just like down. I hated going to work. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm in the NFL, and mm-hmm. I hated going to work. That's and, the worst. And nobody understands that because they're like, how? Like, you're making money, but no, nah. That's but shit that don't. Exactly, bro. Yeah. Like People don't I relate was, to that I shit. wasn't happy. Right. You know what I'm saying? And so he literally told me one day, he said, hey, yo, B, um, I, I've seen you play. And I don't know why they treat you like this. And those that simple phrase Bro. gave me the lift I needed. And I never I haven't forgot that to this day. Uh-huh. And that gave me like a sense of self-worth almost. Like, cause I couldn't find it in myself as far as a, a football player. I couldn't find it. Mm-hmm. And that just reassured me. I'm like, damn, like, okay. I could play in this. I league. could play. Yeah. Right? Because yeah. he told me I could play. Right. Yeah. Someone else saw it. Yeah. Someone else saw it. Even though I knew, but I started to doubt that. Yeah. So Man, I started doing my thing. I balled so hard in practice, they brought me up for the last two games. Mm-hmm. Cool. Then the next offseason comes. We get Gus Bradley, you, you know, new guys. And um, it was crazy because I was balling all camp. Mm-hmm. It was the last week of camp. I don't know. It was just weird. Like, I just couldn't make a play. It was weird. Okay. We played the Falcons the fourth preseason game, and I just was – I was not playing good until the fourth <laughs> quarter. Fourth quarter, I balled. I knew I was gonna get cut. I just had a feeling they cut me, and uh, I had a fiance at the time. And I told her, "Come pick me up. Come pick me up. <laughs> like, this shit's a wrap. Don't right? give me." And uh, I'm like, "Dog." Now I'm really like, I don't know what the hell I'm gonna do with my right? life. Right. Mm-hmm. Um. But then Denver called, and then Oakland called, and then my agent's like, "Yo, you know, which one? Which one you gonna you want to go to on practice squad?" And then Jacksonville was like, "Yo, we want you to stay as well." And so they asked me if I would stay. Right. Oh, so they did ask. They asked. They said, "Yo, will you stay?" Okay. I said, "Yes." Cause I could, I had to 
keep a job. You know what I'm right, saying? Like, I wasn't like, nah, I'm out of here. <laughs> right. So, Fuck so yo, I'm going home. Yeah. <laughs> so I said yes. Then Denver and Oakland called after that. And as soon as they called, I was like, yo, I'm out of here. I told my agent, yo, I'm gone. Mm -hmm. So I was trying to decide between Denver and Oakland. And I just looked at the team simply. Simply look at the roster. Yeah. Right. I'm like, man, they got Payton, you know. <laughs> They got Demir. They got some guys. You, you start right there, right? right? Like that's the that's the thing to start with at the time, yeah. right? They got Champ Bailey. Yes. I'm like, yo, man. So that I was definitely one of my questions, like, because you know, I, I've heard you reportedly say, like, yeah. you know, at that time where it was a precipice where you had to decide like where I was going to go, yeah. and you had the opportunity where it was between those three, you could have stayed, yeah. or you know, Denver or uh, going to Oakland. Yeah. How'd you make that decision? It was tough because literally, I was literally going to go to Oakland because. I thought I could get up on the team faster. You know what I'm saying? Uh, because gotcha. it wasn't as good. Right, mm -hmm. right. But to me, something told me that's not the way to go. <laughs> I don't know why. Because it would been the same situation in Jacksonville. They wasn't, they was losing, they wasn't yeah. playing good. Right. Mm -hmm. And when you lose, it's a lot of turnover on the roster. <laughs> so not it, the roster everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So it's, right. it was more stable uh, in Denver. Yeah. Got you. So I went. And that was the best decision, bro. The yeah, best decision I made. That was a great decision. I was getting practice squad player of the week. Every, Every week. Uh huh. And speaking of starting with Peyton, it started with Peyton, right? Yeah. So, I mean, was a relationship before, or he just saw you balling out and was just like, yo, hey, who's that 54 out there that's busting our ass out there? That, that exactly. Just like that. Just like that. Because, yeah. so what happened was, <laughs> no, literally, like verbatim. So, the, um, um, Adam Gase, who I know everybody say, oh, get fired. I love Adam Gase. Really? Show your eyes, Adam Gase. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We need to give Adam Gase some shades, I man. Love, I love Adam Gase, man. Uh, Sam Donald don't. Because he, right. Because <laughs> he helped me out. He President don't either. Yeah. <laughs> That's why he left. He started He started talking to me like, yo, B, keep doing your thing, man. Yep. Keep doing your thing. Oh, that's awesome. He's like, yo, I'm going to try to get you up on the roster. I'm like, wow. The offensive Peyton, coordinator said that. No, yeah. the officer Adam Gates oh, was Adam saying Gates that. Oh, Adam Gates said that. Got you, got you, got you. But apparently I was finding out how all that came about because the, the head strength coach was like, yo, Peyton has your back. He loves you. I guess he was going in the means like, yo, who's this 54 kid? We can't block him. Literally, I'm going crazy on, on scout team, bro. <laughs> yes, let's go. And think about it. It had no Sean Moreno, Wes Welker, yeah. Julius Thomas. They, they, and I was balling. Yeah. They Demaris, couldn't block yeah. me. I swear to God, they couldn't block me. <laughs> so um, it's funny because they finally brought me up on on the, on the active roster. We uh -huh. were 16. Von Miller got hurt, unfortunately. And then it was like, yo, you know, we'll see how you play. This determines if you'll play in the playoffs. So I was on special teams, and I was going crazy. <laughs> and so, you know, I played teams. Actually, I played defense uh, week 17 against the Raiders. Raiders, Raiders we yep. Them. We was killing them. <laughs> and it's funny because uh, – John Fox, who who I also love, uh -huh. got my back. Yeah, who was blowing him out. Great he walks coach. up and down the sideline. He's like, "Who could play? Who could play?" Because he wanted to get his starters out. Right. And he looked at me. He was like, and he looked at my coach like, "Yo, can he play?" And I'm like, "Yeah." yeah. <laughs> and then, Hell yeah, <laughs> shit, yeah, <laughs> shit, yeah. <laughs> and so, but, but my oh. well, my linebacker coach is like, "Uh, uh," I'm like, "Man, have my back, yeah, like, let, let me play." <laughs> so. So it's funny because uh, they end up letting me play. I end up getting like two tackles in like the fourth quarter, which uh -huh. is cool. And man, dog, I played in the Super Bowl. We obviously got blew out, but it was it was great, man. That's, I mean, that's an amazing story, man. Like you made the decision because yeah. of Peyton, and of course the rest of the roster and the yeah. stability that they had going on. And then to have like a Hall of Famer, like yo, like what, what's going on to give you that stop, man? The Hall of Famer, the, the Hall of Famer, right? The Hall of Famer. Let me touch on this real quick. Yeah, that. That 2015 Super Bowl championship defense, 
No fly zone. That yeah. D, I'm a I, I'm a former DB, so I right. like the DBs. I yeah. love I love to leave. Yeah, yeah. He's, 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 yeah. he's cold. Dog. He's a dog. dog. He's Hall of Famer. Dog. Chain yeah. snatcher. Let's get Hall him. Hall of Famer. Yeah. Winning that Super Bowl. Just how talk about being on that dominant defense. You guys basically won that Super Bowl. Pull Peyton, you know, because he was struggling right for some health yeah, at yeah. that time. So right. how was that, man? Yeah, yeah, man. It was uh, it was one of the best times of my life, man. Um, I promise you, it was crazy because. Literally, a voice. Yeah, <laughs> you got jokes. Real. You over there cracking up. He, he Boy, thinks I'm about, over there. about a church anchor shit. We got these lights trying to make us look yeah, good and geez. stuff like that. You know, right. we need, we need to get makeup yet. Like, <laughs> make up. of the church is open. Going <laughs> to the church is open. Let me maybe sit this a little bit, cool me down. Yeah. Um, oh, that was the closest locker room I've ever been in. Okay. Wow. We all liked each other. You know what I'm saying? And it's 53 people, so it's yeah. like you know you got clicks on the team regardless. But right. and just egos, man. Yeah, like egos. you got a whole bunch of a personalities yeah. out there. And we all was tight though. We all was tight, and we knew. First of all, I could tell. Well, let me back up. That was the first year I played fantasy football. This I'm related. <laughs> that was the first time I played fantasy football, right? Okay. And I knew I didn't pick up Peyton purposely because of how he looked in preseason. I'm like, ah, uh, he ain't like, going to be it. Nah, I knew good. it. <laughs> we was killing him. Uh -huh. and, but, you know, deep, man. we was killing him in practice, but Gary Kubiak had him on the center. And I was just mm. like, he looked unnatural. That wasn't his role at all. He looked unnatural, right. man. So I'm like, uh, <laughs> one time he was on the center, he tripped trying to hand the ball off. It was just looking yeah. weird. But I knew it was going to be good, just at least defensively. I was like, yo, we're going to be nice on defense. Wade Beware. Phillips came in. Yeah. Oh, man. So, yo, so. You know, obviously we start off six and zero. I'm like, yo, we we cold. Mm -hmm. Cold. Then Peyton got hurt. You know, he was throwing on the picks, but he got hurt. Mm -hmm. Brock Osweiler came in. You know, it was he was he was balling. He though. was he was playing good. <laughs> um, he was fugazi. He was playing good though. He said never left. Um, That's true. He said never left. But uh, yeah, bro, it was literally the funnest time, man. Um, I was coming off a foot injury, and I played the whole season. It's, it's, I can't even find the words for that season, bro, because it was it was a lot of ups and downs, mm -hmm. more ups than downs, but it was a lot of uncertainty because towards the end of the season, like, we kind of, like, lost steam. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, we was we was kind of, like, we was getting we got blown out by the Chiefs. Yep. Um, that was the last time. That year was the last time we beat the Chiefs, by the way, or the second game of the season. And, yeah. Um, when I, when <laughs> wow. I, yeah, that was the last time we beat the Chiefs, 2015. Yes. And um, <laughs> Damn, I, I forced that then. fumble on Jamal Charles, and I got this finger because of it. It's, it's terrible. Yo, literally, jersey? I just, nah, I just I forced a fumble and I just literally uh, I dislocated it and I nice. kept dislocating it all season. Nice trash. That's a <laughs> but it ain't Tory Holt. Oh yeah, yeah, no, he's bad. Yeah, he's that's, bad. that's that's horrible. But um, <laughs> mine's jacked up too. I can't even point like. Yeah, bro, it ain't it ain't like this, bro. <laughs> oh, that's nah, tough. That, that's, but, that's that's tough right there. It ain't yeah, Tory man. Holt, though. It, it was <laughs> we were some dogs, man. We knew we was better than everybody. No, y'all had the hell of a defense, man. We knew it was better than everybody. We knew uh, every Sunday was gonna line up and we was gonna bust some ass. Come on, we knew it. So Cam hadn't been the same since, man. <laughs> he ain't, man. Man, y'all done did my man. He was doing. He ain't been. I the feel same bad since. for him. I, I ain't gonna lie. How much? You I, don't feel that bad, man. He cost you some money, man. Well, that, yeah, fine. He, did. he did cost me some money, but I, I think now I do because I see him. I wanted him to thrive. Yeah, you know what I'm saying because people was counting him out. I wanted him to go to New England and thrive, and he, it's still it's not too late, but. His yeah. numbers are terrible. Yeah, I mean, he's he's since, with. since that Super Bowl, since the Super Bowl, he ain't he been has right. Not been the same. Can't get right. Oh. He's humble now. I don't know what 
I ain't never seen Cam Newton humble. He all humble now. I you mean, think it's you think it's up here? With Gotta that, be. I start with this haircut. If he get that, he uh, don't even eat meat. No, he don't eat meat no more. Yeah, he vegan. So like, but I don't Tom, know. Uh, no, whatever y'all did to him in that Super Bowl, man, <laughs> yeah. he ain't been right. He since. ain't been right, man. <laughs> so you don't think there's no hope for him to come back? He ain't been right since the Super Bowl. <laughs> I'll repeat. I don't know what y'all did to him with uh, that game plan. Uh, Kill this whole. He convent. looked good against Seattle this year. Threw for three ninety seven. I'm like, okay, Cam back. He ain't been the same. Ain't been the same. <laughs> not a dog. Man. Yeah, not so speaking dog. of the Super Bowl, man, yeah. I know there's a lot of kind of fanfare and just you went twice. Yeah. Yeah, so twice. going twice and of course you know coming out victorious <laughs> versus uh, Carolina. Yeah. What was one thing during the game or that experience that you wish you would have done that you didn't get a chance to do? Oh, it's like Brian Gumble. <laughs> I mean, there's so many things. There's so many things. Yeah. Also, there's a list of things that you kind of wanted to knock out. I want to get MVP. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> you know I mean, leading tackler. Right. I mean, yeah. the squad. Like but it's tough. Yeah. That wasn't out of sight, man. For inside back to get MVP. That is the last guy. I mean, was Malcolm Smith. Malcolm Smith did it. When we With those him. picks, yeah, when he got picks. Oh, he got, got picks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you got to do all that. But in the pivotal time of the like, game, yeah. and then yeah. it was like Ray Lewis, and they was going to give him. They had to give him that. Right, that was like the storybook ending. Right. Man, I, it, I mean, I wanted to sack Cam. I mean, I wanted to do a lot of stuff. It just, <laughs> it just didn't happen that right. way. Sometimes the game just don't flow that way, which uh-huh. is cool, you know. But uh, it's a lot of shit I wanted to do. But enjoy the time overall, though. Oh, bro, I was so tired initially in the Super Bowl. Really? First of all, I tried to switch it up and wear like a, a pacifier mouthpiece, and I couldn't. I, I haven't done that. You were trying I to do breathe. Right I was trying to be right. swaggy because it was <laughs> on the Super Bowl, right? I was starting. Leave, show my, out. Dog, leave yeah. my dog visor on. Leave my pregame visor on. <laughs> Yo, I try to change take it, it off. up and shit. I took it off quick. I'm like, yo, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. And even after that, I really couldn't breathe. Because, uh-huh. But it's crazy because we came from elevation to sea level. So yeah. I should be good. But I think it was all the adrenaline. Really, I couldn't yeah. breathe. And I was like, dog, I can't breathe. It's like them guys. <laughs> the, the, the rap was extra tight. Uh, yeah, and everything. Um, and it and was you like didn't a bring movie. the ring, man. I thought you were going to uh, rock the ring no, so you could flash the ring. No, it's all good. In the case. It's in the case, man. No, you rock it, though. I, I barely rock it. Really? Barely. I only wear it if I remember it. Because I'd usually be forgetting about it, to be honest Got with you. you. But I wear it to like a events, speaking like, engagement yep. events. I should have wore it to this, but sometimes I'd be forgetting, man. Jordan Sparks. If you'd had it with Jordan Sparks. That was, that was before I won the Super Bowl. That was before. Man, close the deal now. That was before. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. Yeah, it was, it, was, it was like a movie, though. Once that, that gold confetti came Jeez. down. It was a movie, bro. I, was, I literally didn't know what to do with myself. I bet. Super yeah. Bowl 50. That's amazing. All right, man. So we got to keep it moving. There's so much stuff, man. But, um, Miles, you ready for the quick hits? I am. All right, man. So the quick hit sponsored by Thick Fit. When it comes to your health, it starts in the kitchen. Thick Fit Meal Prep is here to help you along the journey. They provide healthy, delicious meals that are easy on the go, fitting any and everyone's lifestyle. Give them a call at 702-850-3388 or on Instagram, Thick Fit Meal Prep. Use the code hashtag black and get a free additional meal on us and still try that stuffed salmon because that's just bomb. Hit them with the quick hits, Miles. <laughs> so be Marsh, man. Yeah. First time, if ever, that you've been starstruck. Um... <laughs> Jordan Sparks. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, basically. Kobe. Oh. Man, Kobe, man. Dope. And um, I, I, I got starstruck when I met LeBron, too. I'm I a bet. big LeBron fan. Nice. But, but I met Kobe, and I was 
I, I was not trying to be that guy. Asked for a picture. Yeah, I should have though. We was at an SB party. Was, you know, it was all athletes there. I should have asked. Should have did that because it's, it's certain people. He's a legend. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I literally shook his hand. Like I oh, was good, da da da, and mm-hmm. I walked off. But I was like, damn, I should have yeah, got, got a pick. picture. Yeah, <laughs> I should have got a pick with Kobe. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that's Kobe. The Bean. That's Kobe. Kobe Bean. Yeah, bro. man. Shout out to uh, your favorite teammate. My favorite teammate. Your favorite teammate. Oh, if wow. you had a favorite teammate, if I, had a, I got a couple, man. I okay, can't, I can't. I'm a, all my guys. Omar Bolden. You know, Duke and Nacho. My uh-huh. guys, Malik Jackson, Malik. Nate Irving. Danny Trevathan, Corey yeah. Nelson. Okay. You know what I'm saying? All them is my guys. Okay. TJ Ward, I love TJ. It's my brother. Jawan Thompson is my brother too. TJ come downhill. Yeah, he do. Uh, shout out to a guy that he may not be a household name, but when you played him, you was like, okay, we got to strap it up. Could be a back, could be guard, Ooh. could be anybody. Ooh. Um, <laughs> Well, the first guy that came to mind was uh, – Brian Winters. Okay. Yeah. He played guard. Yeah. And we played the Jets my last year in Denver. He was scrappy. I'm like, yo, this dude, I got to bring it every snap. And then it was a, a alignment for the Chiefs, man. I forgot what buddy name was. He was cold. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Maybe it was that game. He just was on some extra stuff. Whatever. Showing out, huh? I'm like, yo, this dude is on one. <laughs> um, running backs, uh, Marshawn Lynch. I mean, well, Probably. that's a household name. He a household name. He a household Still, name. Uh, you said not a household name. Give me, give me, a, give me just uh, like, oh, okay, somebody that you picked up on your fantasy team. Like, yeah, he he cold, <laughs> but I know he oh, cold. You know what's crazy? I uh, that first year I, I played fantasy, I picked up Jamal Charles, and I sat him on the bench the first game we played, him, <laughs> and he went stupid on us. I was like, yeah, no, nah, he ain't gonna do nothing. Right, he went crazy, 125 yards, two Jamal tubs. Charles was cold, UT. Yeah. Jamal Charles was cold, bro. It was cold. Okay, if you were to uh, you a Bronco Bronco legend. Super Bowl champion. So, if you were to build a top five Broncos ever, I know they got a ring of fame. Yeah. Who would that top five be? Oh, let's go. Um, oh, I like this. Okay. In partic- in, in in order or no particular order? However you want to roll. With no it. no particular order. So, I got uh, to have Peyton in there. Yep. Um, T- uh, my bad. Uh, Terrell Davis, for sure. Salute. Um, John Elway. Um. Oh, there's so many. Steve Atwater. Mm. <laughs> big ass. Big, right? Steve, <laughs> big ass shoulder pads. Steve was yeah. nice. <laughs> oh, I'm forgetting somebody. Hold on. That's four. Um, it's so many t- to pick for that last spot. Uh, okay, so I said Elway, Payton. Yep. Davis, oh, Terrell Champ Davis. Bailey. Easily. I was going to say, you said him. Oh, Trent. Yeah, Champ all Champ. day. Yeah, he, he got yeah. everybody playing with bad technique now, yeah. by the way. <laughs> Champ, champ. And he played bad technique all the way to the hall. So That's true. Yeah. All right, so we're going to switch it up, man. Get into this winner's circle, man. We've touched on it because it's so naturally innate in, in all you do, man. So the winner's circle is just really where we talk about what's going next. Uh, the winner's circle is powered by Nevada Grow, uh, providing the right data, the right decisions, facilitating the right connections. Nevada Grow is helping small business here in Nevada. So when we t- reached out to you, you know, you you uh, you have a foundation, man. So yeah. just tell us about um, it's the Williams Marshall Care yeah. Foundation. Yeah. yeah, so tell us yeah. about that. Yeah, man. So I have a mentorship uh, program, the Williams Marshall Care's leadership program. And I just wanted to, you know, have, um, I guess, give some kids something I never really had. Okay. You know, somebody to look up to. Um you know, somebody a part of your life 
Uh, you know, my dad was, wasn't really there. Mm-hmm. He was there early on, but I didn't really have somebody to learn from. I didn't have a mentor. Right. And so, you know, I, I got about 25 kids right now. And so what we do is we put them in front of various professionals, right? And we let them know it's more than one way to be successful, right? Yeah. You don't have to just play ball or, you know, do music. There's so many different ways to be successful Absolutely. in this life. And so we put them in front of, uh, you know, accountants and, you know, just that, different, what, different, whatever, yeah, whatever, right? And we 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 give them the option, and or we, we open their mind to see, okay, well, I might like this, I might want to try this, right? And so they have to, you know, come to a certain uh, amount of means. They have to be on the honor roll, um, and they they do all these things. And at the end of the year, we take a trip. So the first year, I start off with five kids. We had two. We took them to to DC. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Second year, we had um, eighteen. Then eleven made it. We took them to Atlanta. You know, we took them to Martin Luther King's house, you know, we took them to a bunch of places last year. But 20, 20 of the twenty-five kids made it. We and it, and well, this year because of the pandemic, we actually had to drive to L.A. and we just, you know, had fun out there. Right. But that's awesome. Yeah, but it's 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 my way of giving back because sure. I never had a mentor and I want to give these kids that. That's big. Is it a year-round program then? Yeah. So so they have to hit all these certain markers yeah. to to make the trip. Yeah. How did they get selected to get in the program? Ah oh, man, we we have a waiting list. And um, Really, that's it, amazing, it, we bro. We have a waiting list, bro. And it's crazy because I don't even really handle like how the kids get chosen. Right. You know, I let my people handle that. But, you know, my guy Jacob Wallace who 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 has the foundation, he he will go to like local local clergy and and you know, see which which kids need it. Now, Sharnay, who's my brother's wife, um, she finds all these kids. Awesome. You know, we kind of want to pair the 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 kids maybe without a father to some kids with both parents in the house. You know what I'm saying? And kids that come from low income to maybe one or two that are are, are good. You know, just try to you know have a well-rounded group. Yeah, and that sure. helps them right when they're yeah. together. Because when you're in your peers. You know, you can even learn from your peers, right? Yeah. Like if you see someone, like you said, because Miles and I always talk about it, like we come from a two-parent home, you yeah. know, um, but doesn't mean that we had everything we needed. Like we right. still needed mentorship. We still needed that guide or that help to get to that next step. Yeah, so I sure. think that's awesome to, that, that you, you know, have that with the program. Right, absolutely. And, and, and with that, you know, being that you do it here in your hometown, I think a lot of kids, and you, you know this as well, growing up in Las Vegas, probably experience something, you know, experience a lot. Yeah. Probably earlier than most kids do. So, right. yes. How important is that to just being in your hometown and doing it? Oh, it's really important to me, man, because this is this is where I'm from, man. This is, yeah. I, I take a lot of pride in being from Vegas. Mm-hmm. You know, um, in all my up. travels, people people say, "Oh, people live in Vegas." You know, what I'm saying <laughs> I just thought it's just a strip, but for me, this is home, man. And and I feel like, you know, I rep Vegas so hard. Right, I got my own day in North Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which was, yeah. Which was, which June tenth, baby. Which yeah. is major. That's major to be honest it with is. you. It's major, man. And I really feel like I can continue to have a, a big impact. I'm only 31, and I don't have all the answers right now. But I'm gonna keep, you know, putting one foot in front of the other and figure out what I'm gonna do and how I can make the biggest impact I can. And it's great to see it, man. You you had a chance to come back and speak to your high school, the commencement. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, they that just have to. They have to just love that, man. That was yeah. crazy. How was that? Just going back Yo, in there. Nerve wracking. <laughs> I'm literally at Thomas and Mac, uh-huh. and I stand up on this podium That's and I'm talking to the whole stadium. That's crazy. I'm like, yo, this is crazy. Yeah. And usually I, I freestyle all my speeches because right. I just feel like I just I just I've acquired that skill. Mm-hmm. But that I couldn't freestyle. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I had to like deliver something 
All point. <laughs> written, huh? Written. You, you, know you couldn't freestyle out. Right. Uh -huh. And I was trying to like do one of these numbers and look down, but I was like, yeah. And I was like, you know, it was hard, bro. That was tough. I bet. That was tough. And it had to be just an amazing experience because that's, that that's it's giving back. Like yeah. I just even hear when they like announced you, right? And, you know, to hear that you're from here, right? Yeah. It's just the same assimilation to where like we see us, mm -hmm. right? Like why we do this show to see us and other successful kind of past, but to, for the hometown. Yeah. And, and you've always shown love. Like you've rocked a, a Vegas Golden Knight jersey yeah, yeah. walking up to the game yeah. day one day. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I know it had to be amazing for those kids to connect with you and know like, not only because you came back mm -hmm. one time, like yeah. you're always back here, yeah. always giving love. So I think, you know, they understand that and they see that, man. Yeah, man. You know, I try to tell the kids, like, Yo, look, I'm no different than you. I try to paint that picture for them. I'm no yeah. different than you. I just made certain decisions that have led me to be where I'm at today, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And so you could do the same thing in sports or whatever your respective field is. Right. right. I'm no different. I, came, I come from where you come from. So I try to paint that picture so they can see, like, oh, like, because some kids – might look at me like, oh, he's, you know, he's bigger than life. Like, oh, that's, un that's unobtainable. You know, I don't know. I'll try to say, like, look, man, you can do it. Yeah. Look at me. Be yeah. relatable to him. I'm, exactly. Yeah, that's dope. You got a unique perspective that I think professional athletes have that nobody else in this country have. You, you touched on it, that you almost have to be on your job 24-7. Oh, because you are, you are human. Yeah. Right? right. And, you know, I have bad days all the time. So everybody has yeah. a bad day. Yeah. But if there's a little, you know, a man that say, hey, that's Brandon Marshall. I want I want his picture. And you just yeah. like, I'm not saying that just what you you would do this. Well, but curve his ass. Yeah. If this is just like, you know, a day like you got something on your mind and they go to Twitter or they say he's the worst. Like, oh, man. It's, it's just for as much as I you can describe. about that. Too. Yeah. As much oh, okay. as you can describe being in that kind of bubble, just living in that. That atmosphere, I well, guess. Well, I mean, a good thing you just be like, man, it was the other Brandon Marshall. <laughs> that is true, and I wanted, to, I wanted to ask you about that too. Do that shit, and but, uh, but yeah, go do your shit though. It's, it's tough because, like you said, we're human, right? One hundred percent. And you're under the spotlight at all times. All time. And so I'm not in the league right now, but what I'm trying to do is broadcasting. So I'm was remaining that spotlight. What Still I'm trying there. to do, you know what I'm saying? Because yes. anything they gonna say, oh look at, but you know what I'm saying? It's crazy. So, <laughs> yo, literally one time, let me tell you this. <laughs> um, I was in Denver. Okay, and I went to uh by the, by, the, by my crib in Lone Tree. I went to this spot called Mad Greens. Okay, and I was literally, I just wasn't in the mood. You know what I'm saying? But I just wanted to get my salad and go. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was a, it was a salad place, right? Yeah. And so I don't know if maybe I had a certain look on my face, so I just wasn't. I was really in my thoughts. So I make my salad and I, you know, ring it up, and I leave. And uh -huh. I don't think none of it. It was a guy right there. He just rung me up, and maybe I wasn't as like, hey, how you doing? As, as, you know what I'm saying? But I was hey, just buddy. ready to go. Yeah. So I get home. I get a tweet, and it said, next time you're in Mad Greens, don't be so rude. What? You know, what you, 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 know you better, you better uh, be nicer or something like that. I'm like, oh, wow. So you waited till I left to get on Twitter and say something. I'm like, all right, cool. Wow. I got, I got it. Yeah. So literally the next, not the next day, maybe the next week, or like two days later, I went in at the same time. Just for him. <laughs> I, I went in. I go straight to the register. Uh huh. I see him, and he kind of goes to the back. And the, and the lady comes out. I was like, man, can you go get him, please? <laughs> get that, mom. Go, get, get, go him. get him. He comes out so timid. Yeah. He was like, 
he, like like a like a little kid had them Twitter mm-hmm. fingers. You know what I'm saying? Some Twitter yeah. fingers, right? So so literally, um, <laughs> literally, I'm like, yo, I'm like, you know, you got a lot to say on Twitter, but you know, I'm right here in the, in your face. You know what I'm saying? Like in the flesh. What, what's what's going on? Bust a move. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I literally like, yo, what's good? Right. Because I said I don't like that. You know what I'm saying? If you got something to say to me, say it to my face. Yeah. Don't go on Twitter saying this or trying to put me out. Nah, you know what I'm saying? I, I did I did nothing wrong to you. I literally just got my salad and I went. Mm-hmm. You feel me? But you felt the need to go on Twitter. Da, da da da. And then so I'm talking to him like, and obviously I'm not. I didn't say that, but I said some other stuff, mm-hmm. which you know around that. <laughs> and I ain't go crazy on him, but I just was like, yo, you know, what's setting it straight, setting it straight. And he looked so scared. Bet he did. <laughs> he looked so scared. He was like, okay, I'm, I'm sorry. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, it got real quick. You feel me? Because real I, quick. Because people feel. You know, a lot, and a lot of times they do. They have protection behind the keyboard. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They know they'll never see LeBron. They're going to say some crazy stuff. But at that moment, I was like, okay, cool. I felt like I, it was my time <laughs> to take it upon myself yeah. to come see this dude. Yeah. You know? So you've done, man, just so many things, man. I mean, the the fill, the, where you're filling the boxes. Yeah. Um, just the kickball camps. All, yeah. I mean, you do so much for the city that people really don't even understand unless yeah. they take the time to listen. Yeah. But I do want to point out, because um, I've worked and, and been at your um, the football camp yeah. that you have, yeah. talk about the respect camp that happens after that, because I think that's, like, dope, right? Oh, yeah, Y'all yeah. are out in the sun for, like, a camp's usually two to four, two to four hours, yeah. right? Yeah. Hot <laughs> Vegas sun, because it's in July. Right. And then you guys do the respect camp, and I just want to shine a little bit of light on the respect camp, man. Yeah, man, that's my favorite part. Yeah? Um, so, you know, my mom was a victim of domestic violence, mm. right? She was, um, she went through a lot for me and my brother. And shout and out to mom. She holds it down. She held it down through all the BS she went through, right? Yeah. And so um, that hit me home because I felt like it was a part of me. And so, you know, what I wanted to do is, you know, I don't. I didn't want to just have a football camp. Anybody could just have a camp. We throw the ball, do drills, go home. Right. I wanted to have some that stick to the ribs. That stuck to the ribs, right? So, we created this 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 concept um, called a respect camp, and so you know we go in there and we teach the kids how to have healthy relationships, conflict resolution. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That's, That's dope, man. And 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 we let them know um, there's so many ways uh, to resolve a situation that you have with with you know a, a significant other or a friend or whatever. Anyone, right? Anybody. Mm-hmm. And so I really tell these kids because, and we let them know, like, yo, like, your life could be ruined over a certain situation. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And you never want that rap. And so we literally sit there and drill these, you know, in, into these kids' head. And at the end, I have gifts. Like, so I had a Nike account, so I would get jerseys and whatever. And <laughs> hats. And- hats, gift cards, whatever. And I'm like, yo, and we'll ask questions. We're like, okay. yo, so, you know, we'll ask a question and, and we'll see. All right, they raise their hand. If you get it right, cool. You got a Kevin Durant jersey. That's you know what I'm dope, saying? Man, that's fire, and, man. Yeah, man. I just that's my favorite part, bro. I love teaching the kids about that because that's a you know, a lot of athletes don't take it there. Right. They don't take it there, but that's what we really need to talk to our youth about. Yeah, because it's good to like you said, go run a drill and go, yeah. you know, but it, it's deeper thing that's gonna prepare us to lead us forward. Man, there's so many things. Really quick, where did you get that from, right? Because everything you've kind of naturally do. Yeah that comes out, right? Like you travel and you're like, oh, let me get this philanthropy part. So let me right. go see these children, you know, while I'm, you know, I'm still going to have fun, but it's always a focus. Where did that come from, man? Because it's innate in you, man. It's innate. I mean, really, that's just how I am. 
That's yeah, dope, man. It's just me. That's super cool. All right, so wrapping it up, man. This is the, the part where we, we we call the assist. All right, so this is where you get to you know put your you know your, your hat on your coaching hat and mm-hmm. give us a coaching gym or philosophy that you live by. So what's like you know a mantra or a quote or just just something that you live by? Mm, so many. Uh, okay. Um, damn, bro. Cause it's it's so much. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I just, I mean, perseverance is. I think that's my story. Yeah. It's my story, man. Yeah. And I'm never taking no for an answer. You know what I'm saying? And and that could be misconstrued, but I'm talking about in my pursuit of. My oh, goals. absolutely, hundred percent. You know what I'm saying? My in the pursuit of of uh, my career. You know, it's so many times I've been told no, or maybe not good enough. Um, cause my linebacker coach in Jacksonville told me actually after my rookie year, he was like, yo, um, you might not be cut out for the NFL. Yeah. Literally said that. So that's crazy. Um, you know, I tell kids like, look, it only takes one person to believe. That's what I say a lot. It only takes one to believe. So, you know, no matter what so-and-so says or what your buddies say or whoever says you can't do that. If you listen to all that, man, you're never going to be anything. You're never going to achieve anything. So, you know, yourself, you know, believe in yourself. That's number one. Right. Never take no for an answer. Believe in yourself and don't sit there and listen to all the naysayers. Man. Come on. Keep Love moving, it. Man. That's beautiful, man. That's the way to end it. All right, man. So and thank you. Yeah, of course. You have oh, yeah. so much going on. Yeah. Definitely plug the show so we didn't even talk about that. But you got so much going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We need to support you because we love the, the great things you're doing on. So your show is it uh are you only on the air? Yeah, Sundays. The Sunday mornings okay. at, at eight AM channel eight, Raiders pregame live. Yeah, so we'll we'll Do post that thing, on social man. so yeah. we can, you know, so the community follow that and support that, man. So thank you for the time. Appreciate you. Man. So much stuff that we could cover that we probably left on the table, man. So yeah. hopefully we can get blessed to bring you back in. Yeah, absolutely. Man. <laughs> okay, like man. Hey, thank you for the sponsors. Um, everybody that sponsored the show, and thank you to the people for listening, man. I hope you enjoyed the show. Uh follow us and give us feedback. You can find us on Black and Sports on all your favorite podcasts. Please check out the locker room. We drop those every Every Tuesday, the short format shows. And then just uh, hit subscribe button whenever you see us. Just know um, we we want you to stay safe, practice gratitude, and know we're rooting for you. Screaming, all us blacks got it, sports and entertainment until we even. Assuming I'm rooting for everybody in black. Yeah. Uh-huh. Assume me, I'm rooting for everybody that's black. Yo, 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 yo. Assume me, I'm rooting for everybody that's black. Spat bouts, racks, on handmade racks. Assume me, I'm rooting for everybody that's black. I serve everybody from sports to conscious class to rap.